This is Reset. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. Let's keep talking about what could happen if Roe v. Wade is overturned next month. Now, as we heard a few minutes ago, a lot of people in the Midwest already come to Illinois for abortion care. And those numbers could increase by thousands or tens of thousands if Roe falls. Right now, there are only a handful of facilities providing abortions in Wisconsin as is. So what could the future hold for people seeking care there? What would a major change to the law of the land mean for them? Well, here to give us some perspective is Tanya Atkinson. She's the CEO of Planned Parenthood Wisconsin. Welcome to Reset, Tanya. Thank you so much for having me, Sasha. What do you imagine will happen if in, in Wisconsin if Roe v. Wade does get overturned? Well, we, you know, deciding if and when to become a parent is one of the most life-changing decisions that people can make. And this, if Roe is overturned, it will be absolutely devastating. Um, this will impact roughly about 1.3 million women of reproductive age in the state of Wisconsin. So it will, it will have um, huge and devastating impacts. And I know you you do a lot of thinking about this, Tanya. And, and I wonder if at this point you are thinking in terms of Roe v. Wade uh, getting overturned. Is it an if or is it a when? Given what was leaked from the Supreme Court, we believe it's a when. Yeah. So what kind of preparations are you making? Well, you know, our focus is really making sure that w- women and people in Wisconsin who need an abortion can get safely um, to, you know, one of the neighboring states to access that care, including Illinois, of course. And um, we also have been, you know, uh, working on um, with our legislature and trying to repeal this 172-year-old law that we have on the books. Um, our, you know, our governor supports repealing the law. Um, nearly every Democratic legislator supports repealing that law. And not one Republican has agreed to support the repeal of of this ban. And the law, this law that we have on our books, it it bans abortion at any stage in a pregnancy and without any exceptions for rape, incest, or the health of the woman. So um, it's a it's a really expansive ban, um, and and there's not any momentum from legislative leadership to get that law off the book. So essentially they're choosing every single day to make sure that abortion stays illegal in the state of Wisconsin. So it sounds like Planned Parenthood Wisconsin would have to stop providing abortions. We would immediately. If Roe is overturned, um, we would likely have to stop providing abortion immediately. So where does Illinois fit into all of this? Like, Would you send people who are seeking abortions in Wisconsin here? Yes, and any other neighboring state, depending on how the role ruling um, is, you know, is phrased, um, you know, there are other neighboring states as well. But yes, we have a, a very um, good relationship, a good relationship with Planned Parenthood of Illinois, um, and um, you know, have been scenario planning with with them, of course, and um, you know, we would seek to provide as much care as we possibly can in the state of Wisconsin. We have, you know, an expansive and broad set of services in addition to abortion care. Um, but we certainly would look to partnering with our neighboring states, including Illinois, to ensure that people can get access to um, safe and legal care. How much contact are you having right now with, with uh, abortion providers in this state? Um, we we have, um, well, we've, you know, had relationships for, you know, as long as we've, we've been um, Planned Parenthoods. And so we have um, ongoing scenario planning happening mm-hmm. um, with Planned Parenthood Illinois. 
I'm curious, could you or would you work at a clinic here in Illinois? Well, that that's a that's sort of a level of operational detail. Um, there's a lot of there's a lot of machinations around that mm-hmm. um, with regard to to laws and regulations, and you know, so there's there's a lot involved there. Um, and I do know what I can say is that we we share a commitment to ensuring that that people can access the abortion care that they need. Help us understand this a bit more. What all goes into supporting or funding? an abortion? So, you know, I, I, I'm not exactly sure I understand the question. Um, well, because, we because if it's, if it's yeah, out of state, it, it's not just paying for the procedure, right? right. Yep. That's correct. Travel yep. costs, um, hotel costs. Yes. Yes. That's, that's exactly right. Um, and thank you for, um, for lifting up the complexity of that because it's, it is travel costs. It is, yeah. Hotel costs, lost wages, you know, and and those are the things that you can quantify. Um, partner, partner, possibly lost wages. You know, risk of having to call in for work. You know, so there's just there's just a lot of complexities around that. Um, so certainly, we do have resources. You know, we have a we have a justice fund, and and you know, people can you know always support through through that. Um, and that support does include all of the things that we just talked about. Um, what it doesn't do is relieve the burden of having to, having to, you know, go through all, all these barriers and these burdens for pe- for people to access what is essential healthcare. Well, let's back up a little bit then, Tanya. Talk more about some of the barriers that that Wisconsin residents maybe are already facing to get abortions. Right. That's that's exactly right. So we have Wisconsin has seventy two counties. Um, and like I said, we have right now we have 1.3 million women of reproductive age, and that's and that's that's women alone. Okay. Um, and so 72 counties, 1.3 million women, and three counties that have access to abortion providers. So we have um, medication abortion in Sheboygan County. We have Planned Parenthood Wisconsin and another independent provider in Milwaukee County, and we have Planned Parenthood Wisconsin in Dane County. So. So abortion is already extremely limited in Wisconsin, not to mention the extensive list of abortion restrictions our legislature has has put on the books in the last few years. We uh, we have some of the strictest laws um, in the nation. And of course, we're seeing even more and more come out, um, you know, in light of what was leaked and in light of, you know, what we're seeing with Texas. So so there's, you know, more and more um, egregiously restrictive laws that we're seeing in other states as well. So abortion is already extremely limited in Wisconsin. Um, and uh, mm-hmm. and we've seen our legislature continue to introduce those bills, fortunately being um, vetoed by our uh, by Governor Tony Evers. Uh, we have we have women who come from the UP of Michigan all the way down to Milwaukee and Madison to access abortion. Wow. Legislators in in states like Missouri, they're talking about making it um, illegal for people in their state to travel to other states to get abortions. Is that an issue in Wisconsin? That that is absolutely a possibility in Wisconsin under any other um, administrative leadership. So, you know, the opponents of women's health care have really shown, you know, that they will stop at nothing when it comes to limiting people's ability to access essential care, access abortion care. So, you know, we, we've already heard from 
special interest groups and legislators on the record talking about proposals to eliminate the exception to protect the life of the mother mm-hmm. for the law that's already on the book. So it would absolutely not surprise me if they also work to block women and people who need an abortion from going across state lines to act to access that care. What are you hearing from your patients right now? What questions do they have and what are you telling them? Well, you know, we're, we're giving them, you know, all the information that's available. And one of the things that we're talking to all of our patients about is, is really, um, you know, uh, how to take charge of their health. Um, and so, so we have really had a lot more conversations, a lot more resources available um, to all of our patients um, in both explaining what's happening and also providing them um, additional resources to really to really take charge um, and and decide what it is that they want for themselves for their health care. Well, as far as what you can gather from from those conversations, do you, do you think there's been more confusion about when and where people can access abortion? Yes, I I think that is a possibility, and and so we are being very clear that what was leaked from the Supreme Court does not have the effect of law and that abortion is still safe and legal in Wisconsin. And our team has been doing incredible work making sure that we, that we have as many appointments available as we possibly can um, in, this, you know, in this interim period between the leaked, um, you know, between the leaked document and when the, the actual ruling comes out. Have you had to expand your schedule a bit? Maybe adding more um, hours? Yeah, so if we're able to, um, we're certainly um, making more access available to people who need it, yeah. Some uh, Wisconsin doctors have been talking about putting an abortion clinic on the Illinois-Wisconsin border. What can you tell us about that? Well, so, you know, for us, you know, and I think for everybody who's, you know, really working on, on abortion care, you know, meeting patient needs for safe and legal care is really at the heart of what is motivating um, independent doctors' um, interest in expanding capacity for abortion services. So we can certainly understand why independent providers would be compelled to consider opening an additional clinic at a border somewhere. Mm -hmm. Um, And that is absolutely one important tool, you know, to consider in meeting patient needs. Um, To be clear, we're not a partner in their efforts, and so we can't really speak for, you know, what you know? What are their plans? Where are they at? Or what locations that they're that they're considering? Um, for us at PPWI, you know, the needs of patients and communities are at the center of all of our planning. What's your message right now, Tanya, to to people in Illinois? Well, to people in Illinois, um, that's that's a, that's an excellent question. Um, you know, what I would like to say is that. Um, you know, we are grateful for the partnership um, of uh, of the Planned Parenthoods in Illinois and of Planned Parenthood Illinois. Um, and we'd like to say, like, if you'd like to learn more about how you can support Planned Parenthood's work in Illinois, to visit PPIL.org because um, the partnership has been really positive um, and it's something that we are we're deeply grateful for. And uh, your message to folks listening right now from your home state. Well, if you're concerned about you know, what's happening to abortion access in Wisconsin, visit our website at ppwi.org. And if you're listening from Wisconsin, please contact your elected officials and demand that they repeal the criminal abortion ban. We do have a path. Um, we do have a path to, to keeping abortion safe and legal in Wisconsin, and we need to demand that our elected officials um, 
join us in that work and and do their jobs and repeal that criminal abortion ban. And and one more thing I'd also add is that is that Planned Parenthood health centers remain open to anybody who might need care. Abortion is currently still legal and it's safe, and we'll do everything in our power to protect the right to access safe and legal abortion because we know that when abortion is made illegal or inaccessible, it doesn't go away. It just becomes unsafe. Tanya Atkinson is the CEO of Planned Parenthood Wisconsin. Thank you for your time, Tanya. Thank you so much, Sasha. Want more context on the top issues of the day? Find the podcast, WBEZ's Reset, wherever you listen.